last episode with Lisa, she gave us the hot tips for creating a useful user profile, setting up artwork with purpose, and pinning a piece of content to your profile to up your Twitter game, at least a little bit. We also came up with the idea to think before you link when deciding where to link to for your one and only link within the Twitter header. So today we're going to dive a little bit deeper in talking about how you can use Twitter for your business. But let's cover a few more of the basics to be sure that we get off on the right foot and pick up right where we left off. But first, hello and welcome, Lisa. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate you contacting me and this is going to be so much fun we're just practicing now today just to let people know we're recording on zoom the last time our first episode was on we recorded through the anchor app and we'll see if we see a difference in the uh, audio quality um so just a note for people who are trying this stuff too um secondly i was so excited lisa last time that we chatted that i forgot to have you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what led you to your passion for social media. Sure, thank you, Suyin. Um, I started many years ago. I had a job at one of the largest uh, newspapers in New England at the Providence Journal, and I was on their digital team, and I did a lot with digital and started with social media back then. Wow, that's I so then, interesting. Yeah, and then that led me to a side business that I ran. It was a medical scrub site, and that's where I really got involved with Twitter. Um, I started to tweet, started engaging with other people, and before I knew it, orders were coming in, and I haven't stopped tweeting since. So that's do you really, think Twitter uh, led you into, like, because you're actually a social media, I think, like, guru. You're, like, all, all, great on oh, all, thank you. all of them. Um, but is Twitter the one that pulled you into social then? It is. I mean, I started first with Facebook, but that was because of my boys. They were teenagers at the time, and one of them was getting into a little bit of trouble with Facebook at school. So I had to, you know, set up a Facebook account after he did MySpace. That was the first one that I joined. But oh, back then, it was just really to monitor the children and maybe, you know, get a little bit of news and information from the sites. It wasn't really till I started building um, the retail website that I got very involved and yet you have the newspaper and digital background there too that's a really neat uh, mix of things that brought you here yes and even going back further i was a graphic artist and i kind of feel like i'm a magician today because i'm doing social shares i've got to go to canva and get the images get the right sizing i'm like everything i've done has kindly led me to where i am today that is so cool. I love it. And you know what? I wasn't even aware of any of it. I'm new to like operating a computer <laughs> in general, <laughs> but I've come so far and it is so fun and interesting. And there, there's so many things that you can do with it. So I love that, you know, we collaborate with this stuff too. I've learned from you and a lot of the people that I've met in the digital marketing space. So it's awesome that you have that all going on all, everything mixes together your background everything you bring to the table and then the new people that you meet and mix with yeah thank you thank you and I, I, I love meeting you you're a fantastic writer you've really inspired me to put a little bit more sparkle into my writing as well <laughs> I love that well let's get yeah. are you ready to jump in and talk about a little I'm bit ready more? okay so how do you follow people 
because my fr- I have a friend who has 50,000 followers. You have like close to 30. And like, I've been doing it all manually. I found out, so did he do it all manually to get that many followers. How do you get that many people to follow you and how do you follow people? It takes time and it takes years. Um, so I always tell people don't, don't feel right off the bat. It's, it's very discouraging those first six months or so on Twitter. I also manage other people's Twitter accounts. And I found that the, the four to six months is when you finally get a little bit of traction. You know, you just have to consistently be out there tweeting, engaging with others, asking questions, um, sharing other people's content and making sure you're sharing it properly so that they get the credit. Um, and that's how people will start engaging and following you. But I pick people relevant to what my Twitter profile is about, what my business is about. That's the type of people I follow. Um, and most businesses, if they do local work, to make sure they have a lot of connections locally. I wonder about that because I t- sometimes I feel like, should I follow this person because they're in like some other whole realm of the world that they're like so far apart from what my topics are but sometimes if they're really interesting or they have some unique thing that might be you know interesting that to back you know a back and forth kind of thing that might come of it i might follow even if they are out of my realm but what i hate is if they follow you first and you're really not even interested in following them but you follow them back and they dump you right (laughs) that happens and it happens even more on Instagram. Like, do you keep track of unfollowers? Do you then unfollow back? Or how do you do that? Do you just keep following and then let it happen? I keep following, but every, I want to say every six months or so, I may use a, a tool like Manage Flitter. And it's a great tool for just checking how many people, you know, have unfollowed unfollowed you recently. And with the free account, they allow you to unfollow 30 people at a time. So you could go in on any given day and unfollow 30 people that, you know, you feel there's no value, that there's no reason for you to be following them anymore. And I do recommend that, um, you know, at least every few months, six months, I wouldn't go crazy doing it every week because you might get kicked off Twitter for unfollowing so many people too. I see. Well, so you yeah. do you follow everyone who follows you automatically then if they follow you first? No, no, no I don't. I'm, I'm a little more choosy as time goes on. In the beginning, I may do that more. Um, but after you get to that three, 4,000 plateau, you can be a little bit more choosy. In the beginning, I do to try to you know get those numbers because when you reach a certain number, you can't follow any more people. You know, there's I a certain... See number there around the two to three thousand so i was wondering that's how i go about I, it i've been doing it all manually but it took me like forever to get to 5k like followers but i was so excited because yes. i really feel like the people that i follow and that follow me are really zoned in on the topics i am and so i feel like that at least i have a like i don't have i hope bots and that sort of thing because i'm a little bit careful about it right right do you use any That's automated great, following tools then? No, I haven't in quite a while. I did for a short time. Um, there were a few different ones that I always tried, but I've stayed away from them, especially since the past six months when they came down on a lot of people for using such tools. I've been very careful. And Twitter now has their own, what they call light uh, promote, and they promote all the tweets for you. It's $100 a month, $99 a month. Um, and it's something I'm just testing this month. I, I don't know if it's going to be something I recommend yet or not, but I am testing that out. 
because it is by Twitter. That's awesome. And we're going to get into on our next um, episode more about tools for Twitter. So we'll talk about some of the, th- the things in more depth that you've mentioned today. But I love that you do it organically. You're not using automated following tools. So people, it's okay. Me, I'm talking to me. Hang in there because if you slowly organically build your following, you can too be as big as Lisa and my other friend that are in the, you know, <laughs> five digit following numbers. Yes. Um, but like I said, for me, it was exciting to even get 5,000. I felt like, wow. So how every often... time you increase, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I just, you got me so excited. I was like, she's at yeah. 5,000. I'm like, you got to start yeah. tweeting more. Yeah, um, that's people don't good. realize the more followers you have, the more you have to tweet. That's the next that's... question too. How often yeah. should you tweet? <laughs> that's perfect. What yeah, it, it snowballs. It snowballs. I would recommend if you have 5,000 followers that you should be tweeting at least the very least 10 times a day. And, you know, you can use a tool like the buffer to accomplish that. Um, you could do even more. You could probably go up to 25 to 40 per day. That's so, so awesome. depending you on know, how you many you're tweeting. You wrote an article, everybody check out Inspire to Thrive. Uh, you recently wrote an article that blew my socks off because it was talking about how often that tweet that you should tweet because to be effective because that Twitter stream moves fast, everybody. It moves fast. So you have to, you know, do more. And I'm sure I'm failing at that. So now I made a note. I wrote it down 10 times to 25 times. I'm going to try to make my tweeting schedule as my starting point and move up from there. Because if I'm at 5,000, I, I want to try harder. Yes. Yeah. And there's, there's tools, which we can talk about next time. There's a lot of tools that can help you along with that too which are wonderful. So. And then you already touched on it too, but what should you tweet? You talked about curating or what should you f- share on your feed? Do you share just to- topic related? Like, are you real specific in, in your related topics that you curate and that you share? Or do you broaden it a little bit? How do you look at that? I do, I do try to broaden it a little bit. I do share like some local news because I do have a lot of folks in Rhode Island that follow me and I want to be sure to not forget my local you know, my local people. Um, I'm really into weather. So when there's big storms, I may tweet a lot about those. Um, I try to, you know, tweet some quotes, try to tweet even a little personal stuff or photos and videos. And I'm going to be doing more of those coming. That's but, awesome. um, people want to know who you are behind the business, behind the blog. You know, they, they want to know a little bit about you. And I like the fact that you're really talking about what I talk about all the time, mixing it up. I like mixing media. I like mixing flavor. I like mixing a little bit of your personality into things. So um, I think that's what you're talking about with how you curate. I love you have a little weatherman thing. (laughs) You you can practice (laughs) on the green screen, pretending it's the weather chart (laughs) on your video. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so now what, do you think what are your thoughts about automated direct messages or what people call dms do you have any thoughts i do not yes i do not like them at all um that's why when i if i ever do send a dm usually i tweet somebody dm alert dm alert because there are so many dms coming at you fast and furious for all usually they're spammy or they're just you know trying to sell something and you have to still look at your messages because a couple times I almost missed opportunities by not seeing the messages. So yeah, that's, the that's thing. There's a, some, some reasons that they're good, but in general, it's kind of insulting when I get, here's my favorite. I get the, the 
automated direct message that says that, you know, do you need a writer? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have you read my bio? <laughs> you have any clue? Like that's insulting to me. If you're trying to sell me writing, that's a little bit like an, of an insult. And it also means that you're not interacting on Twitter in an authentic way because you exactly. are just direct messaging some and i don't think that it's like the equivalent of me meeting you even in person and saying oh hi lisa how are you um you know we have something in common and then say hey want to buy my writing skills you know what i mean you would never do that in a personal interaction you would never meet yes. someone and say like hi how are you want to buy my writing Ever. that is so true the only other reason I would use a DM, and this happens on occasion, if I find a mistake on someone's blog or a website and I have no other way of contacting them, I don't have their email or, or I'm in a rush and I'll send I've them a DM a and say, and, they and I love doing that, that to help other. Yes. Right. And the same with, I have a few people do that to me because I've been known, just happened recently, make a typo. Oh, and um, some people point it right out there on the Twitter stream, but most people that know you will send you a DM and say, oh, I noticed this little typo, you know, and make it or a, a big more typo. Than the public. Yes. And, that you're and already I love feeling. <laughs> yes. So I love getting messages on that. I mean, anytime someone sees something, I, I love, they let me know, you know, but a DM is the best way to, and that's the best use of a DM for me. Uh, yeah, um, I think you're right. I think when it's about a business opportunity, you know, I've gotten some DMs that have presented, you know, straight up an opportunity for a project or to do some work or to do some writing. And I love that. It's also a way that I do talk to people that I know. I don't DM you if I don't know you <laughs> generally. Um, but if I do know you or if we've had some interaction, that's how I might get in touch with you. And that's how like, one of my favorite writers is Aaron Orendorf. And I think that our first interaction was sort of by accident with a DM. He got a hold of me, I got a hold of him. I don't know. Neither one of us liked DM, but it made our connection. And then we became friends in other social media. And there's other ways that are easier to talk, you know, that I can reach out or he reaches out. I love that he shares my stuff because he's so awesomely awesome. Yes, but, um, that's great. But that's kind of how we first connected. And, and you could tell we both didn't like being on the DM. So that's spe special, people. I don't recommend you do anything automated like that. People don't want to hear from you if they don't know you. Right, right. The other part of a DM, too, I've gotten some inquiries lately from people that just wanted help with something. And that's fine. You know, yes. I don't mind that. Yes. Um, but when you're getting all these messages that have nothing, you know, that, like you said, they haven't read your bio. They're saying, oh, can I do social media for you? Really? Like you said. It's now, what are the most important Twitter rules people need to know right now? Because things have been changing, Lisa. So what do you call the yes. most important ones? Be very careful if you're if you have more than one Twitter account, um, like I do. I have my Lisa Pat B. That's my main account. I've had it for I believe nine years, going on ten years, and I have an Inspire to Thrive one, but that's only been a few years old. So I'm really not using it much. I'm mostly using the Lisa Pat B. because that's my most known handle. If you're using from the two, you can't tweet the same stuff. You have to because you could that's get suspended. Huge. You could lose your account and it's been happening more and more. So I'm, I'm really just kind of letting that one hang low for now. Um, I saw while this is all happening. 
I saw in the news that some people lost some of their followers, but I think I saw you say a comment on Facebook that what the people that you lost, it was a good thing because they were bots and that's not the followers anybody wants, right? Right. I lost about 300 and I was just over the 28,000. So that's about one percent, I believe, like not even a one percent. Um, so yeah, it didn't bother me. I was like, you know, if they're going to be bots and stuff, who wants them? But there were others. I think it was, um, so Justin Bieber and former President Obama lost millions and millions of followers. So that was interesting. Yeah, that's really um, interesting. It makes you wonder if like if how many followers are real or not. But because they yes. do, you know, people do look at I know people that like make money because they're spot. They get sponsored work to tweet to their followers because they have yes. enough following that people will actually pay to be on their feed. So. You know, that's interesting because, you know, you wonder, are people faking it? And you don't want to think they're faking it because, like, somebody like you or me definitely could have a bot follower and not even know it. Right. I would think. We'll talk more about that in tools, too, because there's tools to check that as well. Oh, good. Now, is there really... put that on the list for our tools. <laughs> is there really a Twitter jail? There is. That's getting suspended. Um, it's happened to me <laughs> twice over the years. And uh, that's why I was able to write about it. Sometimes making mistakes are the best thing because that's how you can help other people to avoid them. Um, the and first what do you time think I think happened that you landed there. What made you land in Twitter jail? Like I think the first time was I may have been tweeting too much. I think that was the first time. But they gave me after three days they reinstated the account. Okay. The second time. They, well, you make sure you have your phone number because they notify you by phone and all of a sudden you look up one day and it says you no longer have access to your account and they wanted you to... Oh, I'd be panicked. Yeah, you have to put in a code to see if you can be reinstated or not. If it's something minor, you get reinstated immediately. But if not, you don't. Um, and I had I had no idea why the second time. And so I had sent the an multiple Twitter accounts could be one of the things, like you said, about the rules it now? It could, yep. It could, and, but they, that. after three days, they did send me an email apologizing that I was just caught up in the bots, wow. and they reinstated me. So I was very cautious after that. I was like, I don't want to get caught in any more bots or anything. So well, my friend Anna Hoffman loves Twitter too, and I know she got suspended and put in. Yes, Twitter yep. And again, it was nothing really that she was doing differently than she'd been doing all the time. And, you know, it really is terrible because you guys are like pretty big with your followings and with social media and you've been doing it a long time. So I figure for the rest of us guys, like if it could happen to you, we should like, you know, chill down on that panic mode that I told you I'd feel immediately if I got that email. Definitely. Definitely. So if you do land there, don't panic. And then. Yes, just, just make sure out. you have a phone number and email associated with your account. Those are the two big things that you, you know, make sure you've got that phone number attached to it, a cell number. Okay. Did you hear that? Phone number and email attached. Okay. So let's wrap it up today, Lisa, and ask you this. What is your hottest business use Twitter tip for today? My biggest tip today, uh, it is using Instagram or Facebook with Twitter. It's kind of my pet peeve. I did a little Instagram story on it today, actually. I was so upset seeing these all the time in my Twitter feed. People post from Facebook, and it 
it's an automatic share. It's, it's something that they set up with their Facebook that all their Facebook posts go to Twitter. But when you see it on Twitter, you just see the FB in the link. It looks horrible. You have no idea what the tweet is about. It's like a wasted tweet. Oh. It looks very unprofessional. So that's one. Number two is Instagram. Instagram, people do the same thing. But with Instagram, you can use something called IFTT. It's I-F-T-T-T. You set it up. Very simple. Um, you sign in through email, through Google. And you look for the recipe that says, make your Instagram picture, go to your Twitter feed. And it shows the beautiful photo in your feed. I get more likes and comments on some of those than some other tweets. Because you're adding so, a visual. That's awesome. Exactly. And IFTTT, or if this, then that, that you mentioned, yep. if it, um, that's actually noted as one of the things we might want to talk about on our tools segment. So you're jumping in. That's great. You're already on giving people these. Yes. Tips. And I've been getting so excited about video that I learned that there's one that goes with the video. So um, I'm actually really? working with a client that I need to do more video for next week. So I'm all over it between today and tomorrow, practicing doing some more videos out there and um, doing them on my own Instagram and making sure the Ifit recipe works properly. And, and so I'm the really video, excited about the it. video <laughs> will come up on your Twitter feed then using that mm -hmm. same thing. That's so cool. Yep. Um, you know yeah. what, and I've been working and playing a little with video myself, and I've got some really cool things that I think you're going to enjoy um, when I present them, too, because I know you like the stuff I like. <laughs> Especially yeah, it'll be great. Visuals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, those are great. Any other last minute uh, hot tips for today? I have one to add if you don't have another one. Sure, go for it. How I don't want to overwhelm this? people out there. How about this? <laughs> go this ahead. is a simple one. This is kind of taking, like you are, you're taking the Twitter off of Twitter because you're talking about adding your Instagram in there and making sure you get that visual into that so that you're not wasting a tweet, right? So my mm -hmm. thing is take your Twitter off of the digital world by adding it your handle for your Twitter to business cards or to your letterhead, maybe, or of course, in your email signature, but I guess that's still digital. So there's another tip for today. Yes. Um, yes. And even on a t-shirt, I would say, or a hat. <laughs> Hey, you know what, too? There's one other thing that I'm going to add into today's episode because we mentioned Madeline Skylar last episode, uh, right? And yes. we talked about her. I had her, I said her um, handle incorrectly. I think I said something like Twitter for bi business Twitter. Anyway, her ha her hashtag is Twitter smarter, hashtag Twitter smarter. But what I found out, Lisa, and I think you'll love this story, so I might as well share it while we're still on together, is that the topic of hashtag, she, we talked about don't use a hashtag in your profile unless it's your hashtag, mm -hmm. like with her, it's Twitter smarter. But her right. hashtag didn't stem from her tweet chat, like I assumed. Did you know that? Interesting. Her no. hashtag Twitter smarter was a hashtag that she started to talk about Twitter and she just developed Twitter smarter as a hashtag out of the blue. And she kept putting it in tweets to be like a topic, Twitter smarter, Twitter smarter. Well, from that, she used that topic as a hashtag topic alone for two years before it became a Twitter wow. chat. And then it got so popular, it spun into also her podcast and it kind of became her thing. So isn't right, that an right. interesting case because you always see in digital marketing, people talk about how your audience leads you to your product or to your specialty. 
And I would say Madeline is a super story, a, a case of letting the audience guide her business and her product. Mm, and all that, of that is very smart. I like that. Tweet chat. So I hope that you're enjoying our sweet tweets of summer. And today you enjoyed jumping in the Twitter stream and floating down with Lisa and I on the Twitter cool stream of business tweeting thanks for being here lisa i love doing these thank you for having me sue ann thank you thank you sue ann thank you for tuning in to the mix sizzle and shake your business podcast and thank you for listening to our guest for thriving full throttle on social media ms lisa sicard thanks everybody